Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Cincinnati Bengals fans, to Run It Through the Jungle, your roaring reactions and coaches' cliff notes. I am joined by the fellas Tim Lyons and Chase Younts. What's up, good gentlemen? What up, what up? How we doing? The fourth in the army, Mr. Lacey, Justin Lacey, is downtown right now, uh, probably having a soda pop or two. Enjoying himself, enjoying that big win. A lot of sodas, and, huh? <laughs> and I don't blame him. I don't blame him. <laughs> Love it. Good win, good win. Again, we're, we're here we go again. Um, back-to-back weeks, we see a backup quarterback put up over 30 points against playoff teams. Not doing it against uh, a 2-10 team or anything of that nature. Uh, playing some pretty decent competition and putting up some good points uh tim what's your uh your your first reaction about the game today i was impressed with the when they came out there the second half and they just kept going and kept moving that ball um kept running the football you know they ran the ball for uh 32 times uh, i was excited uh you know come on i love i love the run game it, it pumped me up and then that defense trey hendrickson oh my goodness he's a pit bull out there just looking for lunch, looking for that raw meat. Yeah, I agree. I I, I tell you, I I don't count um, the rushes by the quarterback. Um, you know, you're counting the total rushes, which was three of more Browning going out. But again, yeah, I think that we over twenty times running the ball with running backs. I, I, I that seems to be the benchmark, and I, I mean. This show has clamored for it all year long. And when Run you look the damn ball. Yeah, and when you look at those other teams, uh now granted, uh Zach Moss was not able to get anything going early on us. Right. But still only gave them the ball 13 times. 
um, uh, you know, you, you, that's a commitment. You have to make a commitment to the ball, the running the ball. You, you have to just, hey, I'm going to get this guy 18 carries no matter what it does. I don't think that they were too far out of the game, um, you know, going into the fourth quarter really to even stop having your game plan. And with us having – we went in giving up the most yards per game in the NFL I, I, it, it, to, to the running backs. Uh, to the run. I just don't understand why you wouldn't uh, continue to do that. But hey, glad they didn't. Chase, what were your uh, what was your biggest takeaways from the game? Hey, before I get into that, man, glad to be back on here. This is it's been a minute since I've been on here uh, with you guys. I'm you know these guys have been doing some awesome things over here. But you know just to to look at the game, which was also you know pretty pretty exhilarating to say the least for us Bengals fans. Um, just uh you know we'll talk about this guy later on, but he shares the same name as myself, Chase Brown. I mean. I know in the run game, eight eight for 25, I mean, all right, that's fine, three yards of carry. But just seeing the pop and versatility he had, also in the passing game, he had the obviously the opening touchdown uh, of the game. Just the, the ability to run, you know, setting up the screens in certain spots on second and six, on second and four. Uh, Zach Taylor was in his bag trying to get the scheme game, you know, the screen game going and, and the schematics of that. Um, and then a couple of other plays that, you know, look pretty familiar to plays in the past. Jake Browning delivers a dart to T Higgins over the middle of the field. I think the start of the second half, it was like the second or maybe his first second pass of the second half to get us on the plus side of the field. That play was really similar to Joe Burrow making the throw against the Baltimore Ravens in week two, kind of ran that same coverage. And it was just, just a couple of things that really hinted my, you know, uh, just going back and trying to recall some, uh, some old files. And then, Joe Mixon had a really good, uh, really big play on a on a slip screen as well. I believe that was was that in the that was the second quarter. I believe um, he had a slip screen that almost went for a touchdown over six years ago against the Indianapolis Colts, and it had a lot of you know it had a lot of similarities on that play. But the Bengals did a lot of good things in the screen game. Jake Browning looked very calm and collective even after throwing the pick six. There was a you know a couple of things wrong on that, but. The, this Bengals team just looked calm, cool, collective, and 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 they just put you know their foot on the neck of the Colts, and that was a really good thing to see going forward. And I'm I'm glad Cincinnati Bengals have improved to seven and six, and a big one coming up on Saturday. Yeah. yeah, when you you know you look at the stats, we had over 100 yards more in total yards than they did, mm-hmm. and and but you look at we both were three, three and eleven on third down conversions yeah. have very similar stats other than those splash plays you get 54 yards on a screen um to chase brown that you alluded to you get you know 20 here and 30 there you know uh two catches by tay higgins for uh, a total of 72 yards i'm like we were able we were the team that was able to stretch the field they were not um and, you know, our defense, the back end of the defense played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even <laughs> we joked around uh, in our, our chat, you know, it was a DJ Ivy sighting. <laughs> yeah. I was glad to know he was still on the team. And hey, let me um, mention this, though. That, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but let me mention this. There was one play where there were three DJs on the field. Yep. For the Bengals. That was, I like it. Yeah, DJ Ivy, DJ Turner, DJ Reader. That was, you know, 28% of our defense was a guy named DJ, so – I mean, I'm okay with that. that. I'm okay with that. And that, you know, to me, those splash plays and then our bend don't break. um, And and the the best player on 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 defense 
to me today was Trey Hendrickson as far as just even though there weren't some of the, the great um, great plays, there was constant pressure. He looked like the eye test said that he was the best one on the field uh, when the Colts were on offense. And I really <laughs> – that penalty he got for the late hit, ticky-tack maybe, but but by the letter of the law, yep. it's a foul. Yep. And if you take that out of it, I mean – we're talking about giving up less than 250 yards total offense mm-hmm. and probably, I mean, maybe we're not point. talking about a shutout, but they only got, if they wouldn't have got that first touchdown, we would have been able to have a full, our full time to drive and it would have changed the passing where we had that pick six. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're talking about giving up a touchdown Instead of two, maybe we're talking about giving up three points. But whatever the case may be, I don't think we're we're giving up 14. So I, really good, really, really good game by the defense in my mind. Um, yeah. The linebackers, both in double-digit um, tackles, running around, making plays where they're supposed to. Um, defensive backs, again, I think look good. Uh, you know, pretty happy about it. Um, now, again, we go to – the coach's cliff notes here. We're going to talk a little bit about the, the, I don't like to get bogged down talking about their press conferences, uh, but we're going to give you, we're going to cut out um, all the BS here. And just give you what was pertinent. Um, obviously they were pretty happy, pretty pleased with the way things went. But the one thing that sticks out to me that I, I just don't understand it from uh, Zach Taylor, you know, they talked about the, the last two games and they asked, you know, Hey, you got Jake Browning in here and you see, um, you know, more of a, a, a concentration on running the ball. You know, we finally get the ball. We're, we're running the ball over 25 times a, a, a game now over the past two games. And does he, does he say, yeah, we're definitely, you know, regardless of who the quarterback is, we definitely have had, a little bit more emphasis on making sure we run the ball. No, he doesn't. Nope. Well, yeah, it's that we call in the same plays that we've called all year. It, we haven't called any play that we haven't called. We haven't been running since camp. We're not talking about the type of play you called. How many times you called a running play? That's the difference. Now, is some of that stuff the RPO becomes a PRO? Right. Joe Burrow's in there. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Um, but, you know, if you rewind all the way back to the beginning of training camp, and Chase, you were there for some of the stuff. You saw a lot more of, in mini camp, in the first day of training camp, saw a lot more of under center play action pass. Yeah. And then Joe Burrow hurts his calf. And that's gone. Do you see that coming back now? I mean, is that more? Do you think it's more of the offense that they went into the season expecting to to, to run? And I think the big thing about it is, um, when if we recall back to the 49ers game, that was exactly what that offense was trying to do from the start. Because I thought going back to that six weeks ago, which is crazy. It felt like it was maybe two years ago that game was. Yeah. But it, you know, that was an absolute masterclass of offense that game 
running the football, play action, and a lot of a lot of fly motion. You have Jamar Chase run a fly motion in the backfield. Having the defense go one way, he's I mean, obviously, you know, he's I think he's top three in the league as a receiver, but you know, you you have him in a fly motion, people are gonna move with them. The run game, mm-hmm. the, the box will get lighter, it's gonna get opened up. Like Tim said, he could run the damn ball. And it, it's legit, though. You know, when you have a guy like Chase Brown who's popping off, you got Joe Mixon who's still got tread left on the tires and everything. It's it's a big thing. But, yeah, I agree. I think that's that's what the offense is, has, uh, has looked like and everything. They've been able to run the football. You know, what they run it today? Uh, 32 times. In the last yeah. game, they ran it 31 times. 32 but, times. 29 times yeah. by running backs today. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's a big thing. And, and I, I hope. I really hope. I know Joe Burrow is, you know, top two, top three quarterback in the National Football League. I hope we, you know, when we get him back, we run the football 25, 30 times a game because we already paid him the money. We know what he's worth. The entire league knows what he's worth. We've seen Patrick Mahomes under center handing the ball off to Clyde Edwards Alaire, Isaiah Pacheco, and stuff. Having a great run game, Mary's a great passing game. When you have one of the top two quarterbacks in the National Football League, I mean, good luck trying to stop him because if the Bengals offense is running the football like that and Joe Burrow's in play action in the gun, whatever, I mean, we it's it's incredible. It's incredible what could happen with that. Yeah, and by running the ball that way doesn't mean that you're now giving up on the pass. Look at what we've done the past two games in passing. We've yeah. had 274 yards and 354 yards. Exactly. I, I mean, do you, Tim, do you I, – I think we're all pounding the drum for this to be the offense – regardless of who's playing quarterback for us. What are your thoughts on it? It's proven that, you know, Jake Browning, he, he likes to play under center. He likes, he likes the play action. You know, they were saying something about it during the game. They were like, you know, they're doing this because Jake likes to do the play action. Jake's always been a play action kind of guy. You know, he recognizes and he's getting smarter out there of, you know, is it going to be a play action or is he going to hand the ball off to, to Chase or uh, Mixon? You know, it's going to, like you've said over and over in many other shows, and we've all said it, you know, running the damn football is going to open up passes for us, play actions, you know, over the top passes. You know, it, it's it, it's it's going to happen. You know, if we don't stick to the run game, at least running the ball 25 to 30 times a game, regardless of who the quarterback is, if it's um, Joe Burrow or Jake the Snake Browning, it don't matter. We still need to mix in the run game. The the run game is going to open up so much more. Look like you know. Look at today. Today, how many times was Jake Browning sat? Zero. So guess what happened? You know what? Like I said on Wednesday on our preview to this show, what my biggest worry was is how many times was Jake going to get sacked this week? Because the Colts were second in the league in sacks. I was afraid of that. Well, guess what? You mixed up the playing. You gave different looks. You ran the damn ball. You did play actions. Jake didn't get sacked anytime. Mic drop. Chase, in case you do, you're not seeing what's going on here, uh, if you if you're on YouTube, you get back. I gotta keep track of how many times Tim says ran run the damn ball because <laughs> we try to limit it. We try to limit it. He likes to say a lot. Hey man, he's he's speaking facts. So I'm not. You feel me? You feel me? You know, he ain't I, wrong. He ain't wrong. I, I, you know, I'm I'm a running back guy, and I, and that's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like I, like Brandon and I have said in the past, I would rather see a you know 30 yard run than see a 60 yard pass. Well, I'm sorry. It, it, 
but listen, a lot to your point too. A lot to your point when you talk about keeping them off balance so they don't pin yep. their ears back and don't win. There was a play um, where the left end went wide nine technique. For those of you that may not know, uh, listen to this. Wide nine just means that instead of being lined up one, two, three, four, you go far outside trying to create leverage to edge rush on that, on that tackle. So they're coming at our right tackle um, with a wide nine look, and we audible to a run directly mm-hmm. at that where you put a foot in the ground and stick inside that tackle. And it's a beautiful thing. I think it was about six, seven-yard play. It wasn't a game-breaker by any means, but what did it do? Wide nine went away. I didn't see it again the rest of the game. Those are the things to me. Like, uh, Take advantage of – you play in a a Miles Garrett, uh, (laughs) TJ Watt, all these guys we play against every every week. It seems like we're playing Mm -hmm. against a monster edge rusher. You have to keep them, like, I'm, I'm not saying on their heels, but keep them honest. Like, keep them on the balls of their feet instead of their toes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, go ahead. Just, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. But, you know, it, it's been obvious. It's been, you know, it's been the pitcher all year long. You know, we've been playing against Miles Garrett, TJ Watt. Um, next week, we got Hunter. Um, <laughs> you know, if we keep them honest and we keep them on their toes, they're not going to be, you know, a perfect example is this is when Joe Burrow went down on against the Ravens game, the Ravens were playing a totally different football game when Burrow was in there. But as soon as Jake Browning came in and Zach Tom and Zach uh, Taylor thought it was a good idea to still throw the football. Like he was Joe Burrow. We saw the rabid dogs come out. So of course we got to mix it up. That's the fundamentals of football. You can't just pass, 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 or run, run. Well, if you're the Michigan Wolverines, you can run the ball 32 times and and win the football game still. But that's besides the point. But it's the fundamentals of football. That's just my point. And our defense looked much better uh, this week. Yeah. Our defense looked pretty good last week, but looked much better this week. Hell yeah. What did we do time possession-wise? We possessed the ball four more minutes than the opposition. (laughs) you know what i mean like it's all this thing's connected you you talk about the connections the connection to that one play from hendrickson uh hitting the passer late leads to them getting uh extended drive there getting seven points which doesn't leave us us with enough time to run our normal offense so then you see a bad pass which jake browning said i should have hit him in his press conference said i should have hit him in the chest Mm-hmm. I thought he was coming inside. He was probably right to stay where he was. I should have hit him in the chest. That's on me. I love that. Love yeah. that. Love mm-hmm. that from your quarterback, man. Yeah. Uh, everything that he's done, everything that he's said so far, I mean, the maturity level is definitely there. He takes accountability for his own actions. The other thing that I really loved about the press conference was um, they asked Zach Taylor, said, uh, you know, were you surprised of, you know, how fast Chase Brown is? He said, no, because we, you know, we have GPS tracking on these guys. We have um, all that kind of stuff for practice. Like, we know he's he's fast. And he goes, yeah, but did, did you know he got clocked over 22 mile an hour, the second fastest time in the league this year? And he goes, oh, really? 
<laughs> need for speed, need for speed, man. That's fair. Yeah, it's huge for those splash plays. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Like, uh, it's nice to see him healthy and out there getting some time with those first stringers. So. Yeah, and you, and you, you know, you hit it on the head last on Wednesday. You know, we need to give Chase Brown the ball on those sweeps and those outside runs because you know, even on those screens, man, he he is just. Bam! He's he's like a he's like a cannon being or a ball a cannonball being shot out of a cannon. Just bam! Yeah, just, it, it's more oh, his game. That stretch run and that wide zone mm-hmm. run is more his game than Mixon. Mixon wants to be a little bit deeper, um, I, almost like uh, uh, Henry does, like King Henry does. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. wants to be he wants to be another yard or two back and w- wants to explode at the line of scrimmage um, where I, I feel like there's a little more patience to Brown. And then once he sees the hole, he's got that quickness that he can just take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's a good, good call by you. It's a, it's a great balance though. Think about it. I mean, you got, you know, Mixon again, being that inside guy, you know, you can run power with him. You could run some trap inside. And like you mentioned, the outside zone, getting Chase Brown in space. Mixon doesn't have that burst anymore on the outside, which is completely fine. That's that's fine. That's why I got Chase Brown to do it, you know? Yep. That's why I got a one-two punch. And, you know, Mixon running the ball 21 times, Chase Brown getting around eight to ten touches, you know, rushing the football a couple passes. I mean, that's that's huge. And yeah, and we, we saw long, him, um, both of them in the backfield a couple times. Yeah, exactly. Um, they ran that fullback thing where uh, Mixon lined up as the with his uh, you know three point stance and got the football. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, but that that's been big though. Just get just having both of those guys be fresh at the same time is, is huge going forward. Yeah, and I, I I do like the idea of those two guys flanked on um, rather it be a, a full uh, shotgun snap or sugar whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Where you don't know if you're going to get that wham in the center, you're going to get a stretch play there, or we saw him do. Uh, I've seen him do uh, two screens set up, one on each side. Yeah. And sooner or later, if we keep doing things like that, we're going to get one high safety, and that's it's, it. That's your shot. There you go. Who do who do you have? Who's man on man right now? Is it Chase? Is it Higgins? It doesn't matter. Throw it to one of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey. We got into that. We're going to get into a little bit more of our offensive and defensive game balls, break down some more of the numbers here, and uh, quick comments on next week as well. But right now we're going to pay some bills. If you are on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcast, take a quick second. Um, give us that subscription. Give us that five-star review. Share us with a friend. All of you watching on uh, YouTube, again, hit that thumbs up. Share us with a friend. Tell your friends to share it with a friend. We appreciate you. We'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And welcome back to the Roaring Reactions and Coach's Cliff Notes. We're done talking about Coach Speak, which... uh, 
is <laughs> is music to my ears. It's one of the things that I do that I can't stand. Um, hey, but look, the past two times they've been in Cincinnati, I've actually been able to hear what they say. So <laughs> I can't better. always hear the question very well, but at least I can hear the answer now. I uh, for a while this year it was pretty terrible. I was I was liking away games more than I was home. Hey, they must have listened to you, B Dirt. They did. Somebody should. Early Christmas present, man. (laughs) So, uh, Chase, you weren't on uh, because you're a busy student. University of Cincinnati's got you doing too much. Uh, But now you're on break a little bit. Maybe we'll see a little bit more of you over here. Maybe we'll see get -hmm. some of your game ball predictions. Yeah, I'm down for that. But I do want to know. Uh, you didn't get to predict them, but who would you give your offensive and defensive game balls to today and why? Um, well, I, I'll save – I'm not going to do one person. I'm going to do the offensive line because we mentioned them earlier. Zero sacks, not many pressures given up. They paved the way for a 100-yard you know, rushing game on the ground. Jake Browning at time. He threw for 275. And where do you win games at? In the trenches. As simple as that. I think the guys up front, Orlando Brown, Jonah Williams on the outside of tackles, they did a fantastic job. And then the core group of Volson, Karras, and Kappa did their thing inside. I just think it was an absolutely flawless performance by the offensive line. No game's perfect, but it was near flawless. And I think those guys deserve a game ball. All of them deserve game balls. I like it. I, I do. I like it a lot. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, who are you giving it to? Defensively, Trey Hendrickson. Um, you know, so he's at 13 and a half sacks on the season, which is somewhere up there in the top five or so. Um, I mean, wow. I just I just keep recalling back to March of 2021 when Carl Lawson left in free agency. And we're like, dang, man, Carl Lawson's gone. And, you know, we signed Trey Hendrickson. We're like, ah, Trey Hendrickson, though? Like, I mean, he's fine, but – you know, maybe he's not all that. He got a lot of coverage sacks and, and Cam Jordan was on the other side and stuff. But, man, oh, man, Trey Hendrickson, 14 sacks in 2021, eight sacks last year, and he's well on pace to break his 14 sacks in 2021. He's at 13 and a half right now in 13 games. He's been awesome this year. And the, the, the part about his game that I really love is his motor and his ability to get that bend. You know, when he's going around the left tackle, his bend and motor, that combination, and I'm not just saying it's because we're Bengals fans and we're critical of this team, it's one of the best in the National Football League. I agree with you, um, and I, I, I do understand why you get excited about it, but what I get excited about, the first snap of the game, what does he do? Uh, they, right I mean, through your chest. That might have been the most right. dominant pass rush rep I've seen Trey Henderson have in his Bengals career. That was right. He start the game unbelievable. Made the man sit yeah. down on the couch. Hey, you're watching the game now with us, buddy. It's gonna be a long day. That's exactly what he said to him. I guarantee it. It's gonna be a long day. It's gonna be a long day. Damn straight. Um, so I, I, I'll go over here. I, Tim, we're going to go to your offensive and defensive game balls. And I think uh, I think I got one of these right, and I think you got one of them right, but I'll let you tell it. So, you know, since we were just talking about Trey Hendrickson, I'm going to go with the defensive game ball. It's Trey Hendrickson. You know, he was causing havoc all game long. You know, at that very first snap of the game when he came in there and wrecked Minshew, 
number 79, I think it's what it was, left tackle. He was having problems with him all game long. He even got called for a tripping penalty. You know, it, it yeah. was, <laughs> you know, it on, was going to be on a another long bull rush. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Trey Hendrickson, you know, I remember when he was with, uh, with the Saints. Um, I have a good buddy of mine who's a big Saints fan, and he was like, You guys got a hell of a, a, a defensive end in Trey Hendrickson. I was like, Yeah, I know. I, and I'm sorry that the Saints, you know, lost him, but, you know, welcome to Cincinnati. And he's been proving it every single year. So, yes, Trey Hendrickson deserves it 100%. You know, I don't, if, if these two sacks that he had today was the only two sacks he had in the force fumble or the force interception, I don't care. Trey Hendrickson's still getting my defensive game ball. Now, when it comes to the offense, offensive game ball, they had 111 yards rushing today. I'm sorry, I take that back. They had 104 yards rushing today. They had 126 receiving yards today. Two touchdowns. I'm not giving it to Mixon. I'm not giving it to Brown. I'm giving it to Mixon and Brown because they both deserve the offensive game ball. Those guys played well. They, you know, they did what they needed to do. It was a hell of a, it was a hell of a game for them. I was excited for them, even on the little dump screen passes. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. All right. There's, you know, there's 25 yards. There's, uh, I think it was like a 45 yarder by uh, Mixon one time. And then uh, Chase had the, what the hell was that? Was it like a 50, 58 touchdown or 54 yard touchdown, I think. 54 yard. Yeah, he had the 54 yard touchdown and the mix Mixon had the 45 yard screen. So mm-hmm. yes, I'm giving it to the running backs. And as the Brandon, Brandon's Thank following you. suit. Thank you. <laughs> I already had it written down. Running back room. Amen. Uh yeah, we had Brown had 105 total yards uh through the air and the ground and a touchdown. And we had Mixon 125 yards total ground and air. And a touchdown. Yep. Um, I I don't know where he can go anywhere else. Mm-mm. And Hendrickson, I picked to be the defensive player of the game. And and Tim, you picked um, Joe Mixon to be the offensive. And if you had to, you know, gun to your head, had to give it to one person, I think that's who you probably give it to. Uh, I would give Browning honorable mention here: mm-hmm. two seventy-five, two tutties, and a rushing touchdown. I mean, <laughs> other than the pick, I mean, and you know, you could say one way or another, but he was, he was great today. Yeah, and 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 what else could you want from your backup? How much more? I didn't see this coming. Um, out of, uh, I'll say it again. I I said it last week. I didn't see this coming out of training camp or or preseason or anything else. But he said it's really cool playing with the ones. They're open when they're supposed to be open. You know, I, <laughs> I'll give it to him. But Hendrickson, I did, I did predict two sacks and a forced you fumble. Your head's hey, getting even bigger. And as a you're forced talking. interception instead of a forced fumble. Hey, we got to uh, check your place, man. You got the script with you? And no, I don't, man. They, <laughs> they wouldn't give me that kind of stuff because I would squeal on everybody. But, um, <laughs> but, on top of that. There was a couple of forced penalties. There were multiple, um, you know, rushes where he forced Minshew to throw it away or get rid of the ball when he didn't want to cause an inaccurate throws. Man, I just thought, eye test, 
I thought Hendrickson was the baddest man on the field when 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 the Colts were on offense, including their entire offensive team. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensive, also rush defense. I mean, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, we got to great. We got to stress that, man. I mean, we've been one of the worst rush defenses in, uh, for a long time. I mean, over the last five years or so, that's one of been you know one of the things under Lou Anderson's defense yeah. that's been tough playing. You know, four two five and Mike Hilton. You know being that nickel corner and everything, putting them on, you know, a bit of an island. But, I mean, when the run defense, you know, is able to step up and have a game like that against a team that runs football really well, you've seen it with against the Niners. You've seen it against the Colts back then a couple times. You know, last year you saw it against the Browns. When, when the Bengals stopped the run, I mean, whew, that's a rough team to <laughs> tough team to beat. Yeah. Yeah, he had um, – Zach Moss had 13 runs. For 28 yards, average 2.2. I mean, damn. I mean, damn. also also started on one of my fancy football teams. So that's another story. Sorry, boy. Story. <laughs> I was rooting against him the whole game. Hey, Don't man, I feel, I feel. Uh, I want my team to win. I want, yeah. I want my team to win first, and my 100%. fantasy team second. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, so here we are. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is something that we spoke about on Run Through the Jungle. Um. We just beat the Colts with their backup, playing the Vikings with whoever they decide to play it back up. Then we go to the Steelers, probably not getting picket back until the following week. Then we have the Chiefs, and then we have the Browns with the backup. So we've only got one starting quarterback left. It happens to be the best in the league. But, hey. It has not been playing like it this year. There you go. Opportunity. Um, And, and it's going to be an interesting – like. I, would I be shocked if we won any of these games? No. Do I expect to win all of these games? No. I mean, you have a backup quarterback. You expect to stub your toe at some point in time. That's just kind of the nature of the beast. But it's playing out a lot like what I wanted us to do. I wanted to see us have, you know, gut check time. I wanted to see us. Uh, evaluate some talent, get some young guys out there, and let's see what we got when our guys are down. Rally the troops, and then look at it when Joe Burrow comes back and say, if we did that all the time with him here, what would it look like? And I'm talking about Zach Taylor. I'm talking about everybody on offense, the defense, all the above. So, Tim, going into the Vikings, we do know that they've got a great pass rusher in Hunter. Um, yeah. We do know that they've struggled on offense. And uh, yeah. we do know at halftime, when we started recording this, it was 0-0 with the Raiders out in Las Vegas. What's uh, what's your quick glimpse on the on the Vikings? Um, don't give away too much because, you know, they got to come check us out on Cut to the Chase uh, on Tuesday night. Appreciate it goes live that. Wednesday morning for your podcast uh, audio. And then on Wednesday evening, you're gonna catch Run It Through the Jungle. It'll be up Thursday morning for your for your podcast listening. But give them a glimpse. My glimpse right now is Minnesota's looking looking off. It's zero to zero still with eleven minutes left in the game. Unfortunately for Justin Jefferson, he was rushed to the hospital because of something wrong with his chest. Oh, Damn. Josh Dobbs, you know, he can look like MVP one minute. He can look like, 
the backup to the backup of the of the, of the team. You know, I, I'm not right as of right now. My expectations for the Vikings is not very high. Um, I'm hoping the Bengals go in there and get a W. Um, you know, and unlike Brandon, I, I I'm going to say this. It's a hot take. Whatever the hell you guys want to call it. I have, I just have this feeling that the Bengals are going to beat. I'm not going to say the remaining of the schedule, but possibly we'll lose one game of the rest of the season. Uh, I have, and, and you know, I know I'm like it's going off of this, you know, it's pretty toasty. You know, this, this Jake the Snake, you know, outing right now, he's playing great ball. The offense is looking great. You know, we're, we're, we play great defense today. Um, you know, we have the Vikings left, uh, then what the Steelers, Steelers the Chiefs, Chiefs, and then the Browns. Mm. We're all playing backups besides uh, Patrick Mahomes. But then there's a problem with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They're having some problems. I don't know if it's a locker room problem or identity problem, or I believe it's their offensive line problem is what is what's causing Mahomes the biggest issue. He's not sitting in the pocket long enough. But anyways, um, you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping that the Bengals keep keep pushing on, take uh, one game game at a time, and keep uh, impressing and putting those downers to rest. Yeah, the old uh, the old pastor not as we're recording right now is ten for twenty three. Wow, 60, right. 60 yards hmm. and five sacks. Dang, no bueno. Chase uh, again. Save the good stuff for cuts of the chase. But what are you? Uh, what are you looking like? What, do you, what? What are your thoughts and feelings going into this next game and the remainder of the season? Well, I, I think um, for this next game against the Vikings, I think it's really just a lot of wash, rinse, repeat. Run the football well. Uh, have an emphasis of you know trying to take the Neil Hunter a bit out of this game plan. Very simple stuff. Get Jamar Chase the football a bit more is going to be a big thing going into this one. Defensively, stop the run. Make Josh Dobbs drop back a lot of times and throw the football. This is actually going to be the second time Josh Dobbs has played against us this year, and he's not in the AFC. Two (laughs) NFC teams. That's very odd to look about. Doesn't happen all the time. Doesn't happen all the time, I'll tell you that. But, But, yeah, I mean – this is a you know it's a really really unique game when you're looking at it. It's a one o'clock Saturday game, NFL Network. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for it. I, I might end up going to this game. Not too sure. I'll keep you guys posted on it. But um, but yeah, I I just I think the Bengals need to do a lot of wash, rinse, repeat. Uh, they're playing against a guy in Kevin O'Connell who comes from the same tree as Zach you know as Zach Taylor does in that Sean McVay system. So um, we're just gonna have to take a look at it. Just Again, I'll say it once more. You wash your hands after you use the bathroom. Wash, rinse, repeat. That's all I got to say. But looking forward, I said it three times in that time frame. Looking forward, though, I think the Bengals' magic number is 10. I think we have to go 3-1 and one down the stretch um, to make it to the playoffs at 10-7. and seven. A lot of these teams, like the Texans, still play the Colts, and those two teams are battling right now. Uh, in week 18, actually, they're going to battle each other in that, you know, their division. The Broncos at the moment are winning their game pretty handily. Uh, they got the Lions down the stretch. They got a couple teams that, you know, are going to be some tough matches coming up. Uh, we play the Steelers and the Browns down the stretch. We have to go ahead and beat those guys. 
but I just think the Bengals have to get to 10 seven and there's a there's a chance that the Bengals might not even be a seven seed if they get to 10 and seven they might end up being a six or maybe even a five at that point so it's going to be interesting to look at but again I'm not looking ahead too far ahead I want to beat the Vikings because I want the Pittsburgh Steelers on a silver platter 430 NBC the Sunday night football music is going to be blaring on a Saturday afternoon again I, I, my friend Noah Eagles calling the game for NBC. Who I'm ready. Yeah, that's a that's a game to. Uh, <laughs> that's in your backyard too. Brad. For those of you guys that don't know, I uh, I do a podcast on the Steel Curtain Network as well, uh, where we do an AFC North roundtable. It's called the Homies, and uh, it's 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 been an interesting um, <laughs> it's been an interesting couple weeks to say the least. Um, they were riding pretty high when they got over 400 yards against this last time. And, and uh, I, I don't know, like, I, I again, we're running the ball instead of throwing it so many times. I, th- I feel like we could be have a different outcome there. I'd really like to get that one. When you look at the, the playoff, look, I'm still – I have tempered expectations. Yes. That said, that said, we do own our, our destiny here, right? Um, the New York Jets had uh, had Zach Wilson go out and throw for over 300 yards a day and an outduel C.J. Stroud, the Texans, and now C.J. Stroud's in concussion protocol. Yeah. Um, so you know they dropped. Um, we play the Browns. We play the Steelers. Uh, we have the tiebreaker with the Bills. Like, there's a lot of. There's a lot out, out here that leads us to, hey, if we take care of business, if Tim's right and we go three and one, we waltz in. Uh, it's just the way it's where it's at right now. And also, Chase, I don't want you to lose sight of this. When the Bengals were one and three, our over under on DraftKings fell to nine and a half wins. And boy, did I ride it hard. So you're right. 10 is the magic number. 10 is the magic number. Hey, I hope your bank account hits, man, on Christmas, man. You need a little, you know, you feel me? You need a little Christmas present. Hey, man, I was, I, when Burrow went down, I was like, well, there goes that money. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? I'm still out there and play right now. Up in the air now. So, but yeah, I listen. I think we're a much more jovial bunch than we expected to be at this point in time. After Joe Burrow did go down, the surgery went well. It's not. It's not lose um, sight of that. And and you know, I love seeing him out there. I love seeing uh, Joe Burrow on the sidelines, going over stuff um, uh, with Jake Browning, and then Jake Browning in his press conference. Um, they they said yeah your your family got a lot of publicity today showing them in in the in the uh, box and he goes oh that's not my box I can't afford to, I can't afford to buy a box at the beginning of the year he was like Joe Burrow gave me tickets to his box that's awesome and, and my family got to go there I love that kind of leadership I love that kind of stuff Joe Burrow's the, the real deal in my mind and and I'm glad that uh, you know Jake Browning's kind of taking that torch and, and playing well. Happy birthday to Joe Burrow, too, man. 27. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. O- older than uh, um, the uh, previous league MVP, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I found that I find that funny. But 
who's been in the league for uh, it seems like ever. Yeah. Um, but hey, we got another dub. Chase, thanks for popping in, man. Yeah, Appreciate you. Enjoy your winter break. I think we'll be seeing a little bit more for from you for the next couple of weeks. Most definitely. Um, we'll be out here, you know, doing our thing. I have noticed uh, with the roaring reactions and all this kind of stuff that when we have it go on pause because uh, late night games and things like that, that our numbers just aren't quite there like they normally are. So guess what? The fans have spoken. You want us right after the game? I might be in pajamas, but I'm going to be here right after the game. That's just the way it is now. Yeah, Tim got that West Coast, man. You feel me? Yeah, he's got he, – Tim he got a nice it, over there. Tim might be doing it with a half a, a half a sleep sidekick, but we'll be doing it. Yeah. We'll be doing it. So, hey, for Tim, Chase, myself, we appreciate you jumping on here for the Roaring Reactions. Join us next week as we are running through the jungle. Thank you.